Good morning, and welcome to the Snake River Lib podcast. It's the 27th of February. It's a Tuesday. Welcome. Thank you so much for listening. I'm hurtling headlong into the last two weeks of two of my courses. Um, Very, very challenging weeks, but I wanted to, while I'm out walking, you can probably tell that, um, just talk a little bit about a couple things that are occurring to me as I am walking. You know, we there's discussion of Israel working out some sort of a ceasefire with Hamas for uh, Ramadan in exchange for um, hostages Hamas is holding to be released or their bodies to be returned and some Palestinian prisoners to be released as well. So let me ask you this. Did the Arabs honor Jewish holidays in their history of trying to eliminate the Jewish state? Well, believe it or not, that's an easy answer. You know, contrary to what most people believe, you know, Hanukkah is not the most significant holiday. In fact, it is a holiday. It's a celebration, festival. But it's not even a major festival. Of course, there's Passover. But then there's Yom Kippur. A very significant holiday the Jewish calendar the day of atonement now why would I bring that up well on Yom Kippur I believe it was the 1973 war but I'm not accessing stuff to look it up right now but there is a war between the Arab states and Israel called the Yom Kippur war and it was called that because the Arab nations decided to attack Israel on one of the most significant holidays in their calendar. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm all for honoring religious days. But here's the thing. There had been a ceasefire of sorts, if you will, between Israel and the Palestinians. Hadn't lasted all that long. It never does. You know, it lasts long enough for Hamas to build up their weapon stock so that they can attack again. It was Hamas that essentially committed an act of war And that's what it is. You know, they talk about it being a terrorist attack. They talk about it being the worst thing since the Holocaust. All that may be true, but it's not a terrorist attack. It was an act of war by a nation state against another nation state. Now, whenever you are a small nation state with relatively few sophisticated weapons... And you're attacking a large 
nation state with some of the most advanced technology in the world. You can't conduct conventional warfare where two sides pit against each other and they fight until one side capitulates because you don't have the resources for it. I would point out that uh, during the war of northern aggression, if you will, or the Civil War, other than the attack on Fort Sumter, when the south, southern states seceded from the north, it was the north that attacked them, not vice versa. In fact, other than Fort Sumter... Really, the only significant attack, besides skirmishes in the West, of course, was Gettysburg, where the South actually ventured into Union territory. And Gettysburg, the intent there was to get supplies for a depleted South. It failed, of course. It was devastating men on both sides, but the North had, relatively speaking, an infinite number of soldiers to pour into the war, and the South did not. But back to Pal Palestinians, or the Arabs that live in the West Bank and Gaza. You know, people are accusing Israel of genocide. Israel is acting as if it's a war, which it is. The fact that Hamas is not fighting as a war, their soldiers are not out defending the defenseless. They're standing behind the defenseless. Israel and Netanyahu could go out tomorrow and say, here's the terms. We want Hamas leadership delivered up to be presented before the International Court for war crimes. We want the UN Refugee Agency disbanded and taken out of Gaza. We're going to administer Gaza and we're going to rebuild it. And so long as our objectives are met, we will leave. But here's the deal. It's going to take a generation To deprogram the people. Why do I say deprogram? Because they've been taught, not just by Hamas, not just by Palestinians, but by the UN, that Israel shouldn't exist. Hamas leadership today, as Gaza is being torn down, Acknowledge that in their charter, there is no opportunity for a two-state solution. That so long as Hamas exists, 
Their goal will be to eliminate the Jewish state. Period. By the way, the same for the West Bank. They're just not as vocal about it, and right now they're trying to lay fairly low. Palestinian, those that live within the Palestinian Authority in Gaza are being taught by the UN, by your tax dollars, that Israel should not exist. Taught that Jews are not human. Now what if, so let's say that this was all somehow to happen at Hamas, they rounded up everybody, as well as all the UN aid workers that are complicit in what happened on October 7th, and brought before the international court. And let's say, for example, that justice actually prevails, and not what is likely to happen, which is that they are found guilty of war crimes and summarily executed. And let's say Israel goes in. Now, let me ask you this. How would you feel about Israel going in and teaching Palestinian kids about the evil of Hamas, about the evil of Islamist ideology and theology? Probably wouldn't like it, would you? In fact, the left in this country would be up in arms. They would say, why does Israel have the right to do that? Well, they've earned that right because they've tried for, well, 75 years to let the Palestinians have their own state. And each time they've tried, they've been stabbed in the back by the very people that they've been trying to get along with. Because the people that they're trying to get along with Refuse to acknowledge Israel's right to exist. There was no Palestine nation. They were part of the Ottoman Empire before. Then they were under the British protectorate after World War I. They drew lines on a map which left Israel all but defenseless against its neighbors. But Israel wanted peace, and so they said, all right. They were rewarded by the Arab world trying to crush them. Now, when they took the West Bank in Gaza, it should not have been the world should not have acknowledged that they were the occupied territories. You know, Israel, you know, the West Bank was administered after the original war by Jordan. And you can talk about what Jordan did with the Palestinians because they were unmanageable. It's, in fact, what happened to Jordan in the decades following 1948 is the reason why the Arab world refuses to accept and grant territory to people known as Palestinians, the Arabs that live in West Bank and Gaza. There's a reason for that. 
It should have just been part of Israel. Israel took that territory fair and square in battle. Show me another nation where that's happened. You know, I can show you what happened after World War I when Germany was carved up. Look what that did. I know I've talked a lot about this, and there's actually some more stuff I want to talk about. The reason I mention it is you had a, a, an airman set himself on fire in front of the Israeli uh, embassy in Washington, shouting all sorts of the typical free Palestine and, you know, colonizers and all this stuff. He's being treated like a martyr. He's being treated no different than how the Palestinian people treat suicide bombers. In fact, it wouldn't surprise me in the least if the Palestinian Authority didn't send this guy's family a check of your tax dollars, of course, for advancing the cause. And people are jumping on this bandwagon. Israel, at every turn, has tried to offer peace. In 2005, they, at gunpoint, forced Israeli settlers out of Gaza. The Israeli Defense Force, at gunpoint, forced Israeli settlers out of Gaza. This was going to be the grand experiment in the two-state solution. Palestinian Authority was handed a gem on the Mediterranean Sea. A paradise. And they turned it into a crap hole. But it gets better. When they decide to have elections, which is why, by the way, the Palestinian Authority won't have elections in the West Bank is because when Gaza had the opportunity to choose democratically leadership to govern Gaza they chose Hamas to say that the citizens the Palestinian Arabs or the Arabs that live in Gaza are innocent is a falsehood. Now, what should we do about other sites going on? I want to move away from that. Ukraine. New York Times reporting that the CIA for years has maintained a hardened spy operation in Ukraine. Now, there's also rumors, probably, that will end up being substantiated if ever the opportunity, which is why, by the way, perhaps the administration is fighting so hard for Ukraine to keep this from coming to knowledge, that there are biolabs in Ukraine working on stuff that, that could kill the entire world.
president wants money for Ukraine, Ukraine's going about to go under. If I were Speaker Johnson, I wouldn't mess around with the supplemental. I'd said I would before, I wouldn't. What I would do is go to Congress or put in front of Congress a declaration of war against Russia. Because all we're doing now is we're bleeding the world. I mean, these warmongers in our country demanding we pass the supplemental, the $60 billion for Ukraine, you know what they're saying now? Well, this is to benefit the economy. This goes to manufacturers in the United States. So let's assume that that's completely true, which, by the way, will also help China because a lot of the stuff, even if we put it together, comes from China. Is that really the best allocation of resources? And what's more, what does it say about the Biden economy? The New Deal did not end the Great Depression. Bidenomics, however it's construed, is not the economic savior that's being portrayed to be. It was World War II that ended unemployment. Now, mind you, all during the war, there were massive shortages. Rationing of gasoline. Want to go and visit your, your dying uh, cousin across the country? Sorry, can't do that. You don't have enough points to afford the gas or the air ticket. We're at a war, you know. They want to do this, perhaps not because of the war in Ukraine, although that would add to it. But do it in the name of climate. You know, and so we go back to the airman. I believe his name was uh, Bushnell, Aaron Bushnell. Is it, can anyone question whether or not he was suffering from some significant mental issues? Or maybe he just wanted that check from the Palestinians. Um... Is it any wonder that the youth of today have massive problems with anxiety? What are they told in school? We've only got 10 years left. You know, Rush Limbaugh passed away, of course, three years ago. But he was able to live to point out the folly of Al Gore's doomsday clock. As far as the environment goes. 
Kids are being taught in their classrooms. That their very breath, every breath they take, pollutes the environment. They're being taught daily that they live in a nation that is burning the world down. That is corrupt. Even though, look who's in charge. It's not them, of course. It's the United States. They're able to separate themselves. The leaders in power able to separate themselves from the United States. Whether it's climate change, whether it's gender theology, and that's exactly what it is. Is it any wonder that there's massive anxiety problems? Is it any wonder that there's hopelessness They're being taught that democracies overseas are bad. And they're also being taught that here there's corruption. The very people who point to January 6th are and say that President Trump, if he's reelected, will end democracy. Let me tell you what didn't happen with President Trump. Hillary Clinton's not behind bars. The border wasn't shut down. Although finally it did get so that uh, it was a trickle, especially a trickle compared to today. And he let a narcissist, the only person in the government paid more than the President of the United States, St. Anthony Fauci destroy the economy and destroy perhaps a generation of youth because of paranoia because of faulty education or lack of education Authority figures that we trusted told us to do this or that or die. And now what do we know? We know masks, even the N95 masks, are all but worthless. Because even those that wear those do not take the time to make sure they are properly fitted. We know that social distancing was something that Fauci's people made up out of nothing. We know this. Now, he has admitted this under oath. And now the CDC reports that the adverse effects from the COVID vaccine are far greater than we had suspected. And we also know that even though these vaccines... Brought to us by Trump. Didn't want to just point that out. That these vaccines, which were marketed as, if you get the shot, you won't get COVID. And you can't be a carrier. 
Pfizer CEO admitted under oath that that was a lie. Nothing. Pfizer's immune. Moderna's immune. And so what have we done? We have destroyed the authority of these people. We've destroyed the authority where people don't trust it. And so the question is this. Are any vaccines safe? That's what the question is now. You know, when I was a kid, I remember lining up in school in the cafeteria the, or the common room, you know, because it was the gym also, standing in line with all the other kids, getting shots, measles, rubella, of course, German measles, mumps, even though I had the mumps, tetanus, diphtheria. I remember doing that. One after the other. Boom, 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 boom. Just, I mean, there was no privacy. There was no, you were just in a line and you did it. Just like what they would do in the military. Well, they did. I don't know if they still do that or not. Guess what else is making a comeback? Measles. Isn't that great? And we have a a party who thinks the idea of making America great is an extremist position. I haven't even gone into the fact that you had somebody from Politico say that the ideas of natural law, of life, liberty, and property, or if you will, the pursuit of happiness, are some sort of Christian national extremist viewpoint. Perhaps. But they are also in the founding document of this nation. Were they executed perfectly at the time? No. Are they executed perfectly now? No. What's in the way? It's government that's in the way. We'll talk about a few things at another time. There were just a few. Those are some of the things that I wanted to get out there. We're heading towards World War III. Why? Because they think it'll be good for the economy. Because they know that the economy is not healthy. Probably now more than ever, taxation is theft. And you should remember that. It's the Snake River Lib.